Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Our new theme um, for the month of October, which is basically also going to be our topic for today as we lay this foundation. And our theme this month is living wisely living wisely. How many of us know that we all need wisdom? The Bible says it is through wisdom that we can be able to build. So we can never be builders without wisdom. Wisdom is one of my favorite um, subjects or topics. And of course, that makes uh, the book of Proverbs one of my favorite books uh, of the Bible. I always tell people that if you want the spirit of wisdom upon your life, Read the book of Proverbs all the time. Amen. Read it all the time. Are we here, Bazalan? Turn with me to the book of Ephesians chapter number five. That is going to be our foundational scripture. Amen. Ephesians chapter number five. I'm going to read from verse number 15. It says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, not as fools, but as wise. Verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Say the days are evil. evil. I'm sure if if you are observant enough, you will see how true this verse is. If you are observant enough everywhere you go, schools, streets, everywhere, social media spaces, everywhere. The signs are there that these days that we are living in are evil. That's why we must pray continuously for our children. Times are evil. Um, I normally hear how even the J316 team that goes to schools when they come to share reports of how kids in primary schools are taking drugs, primary school, 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds, may God have mercy upon our nation. Verse number 17, therefore, it says, do not be unwise. Do not be unwise. All of those above. But understand what the will of the Lord is. Verse number 18, and do not be drunk with wine. I love that verse. Just so that it sinks in. And do not be drunk with wine. And do not be drunk with wine. 
So I was telling my wife that I want to write a book on this. I, I, I always tell people I've seen what alcohol can do. I grew up in it. So when I say I don't drink, it's not a religious decision. Some of us, you will taste and invoke something that you will never be able to come out of. Because to some of us in our families, it was not a lifestyle. It was a stronghold. So one day, at the glass of a wine, you will reactivate a stronghold that will deal with you and your children forever. Just a glass of wine. Just a glass of wine. I'm surrounded by many successful people who are not Christians. And the golden decision they've made in their life is that they will not drink alcohol. It's not a religious decision. It's wisdom. (laughs) It says, but be filled with the Spirit because God knows that there is a need of being influenced. So for us, he says, rather be influenced by my Spirit than to be influenced by this other thing called Amazon wine. take a little bit of wine for your stomach. So I'm asking, what's wrong with your stomach? Number one, at the moment, what's wrong with your stomach? Number one, what's wrong with your stomach? Number two, he did not say take a little bit of alcohol. He said a little bit of wine. Those are two different things. grapes. <laughs> Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We pray that you may speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Tell your neighbor and say, Kusazo Shuba. We're about to save money for some people. Yeah, I want to write a book, Bessing and book launch. Bessing and the summit. Kulu Yolenda Valley, Luaini. Lily, Kulungulati, a sing of Milistak. Oh, hey, Lia Taran. I can do Taran and Jenga Wayne, any as you in July fin. Obanga, Ipia, Ganga, I pose in on. Yes. 
Pela, pela ang yeah yeah. Mogtagan, mogtagan. Ipia. Oh no, you can go. Yes. Unga shaya six twelve. Iwain. Iwain. I classy. Uzo kshinchi tone uzia no. Le asebenza match. My wife can tell you. Skesa shala na wanye. Abazolane ngeke sibasho ngekama. Kama lumdli abiza. Kota bebam shop. Ya ngoba angedla bebam shop available ibo. So bas me ma fortina si afiga si shala balbegi le taflin. Aya abona oma. So skesi balbegi taflin. But by offer a seat. Ah, no tinais. No ais abungai. I no. Are you just wine? You know, not to get drunk. Hi, no. Aye, bese bese right, basaka basabuza. Oh, you know the Lord. I was like, aha. I don't know why am I saying this. I did not plan it, but it might be deliverance for someone. Seba kulu magakulu, and they said, no, no, not to get drunk. Just goes with a meal. Wow. Now, our God, Bazalone, has given us many gifts by his own grace. We did not work for them. We did not qualify ourselves to receive these gifts, but God decided to give us so many different gifts, such as time. Time is a gift. We don't create time. God created time for us and he has given us time. And time is an equalizer. All of us, we have 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All of us, whether you are Jacob Msipa or Msipe, you, 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 you have the equal amount of time. And God has also given us talents. Has given us talents, abilities, so that we can be able to do certain things. There are certain things that I can do that you can't do. There are certain things that you can do that I can't do. It's your talent that God has given to you, unique to your calling. Are we together? Amen. God also gives us resources, different kinds of resources. He can give you, I mean, there are other people who don't struggle to make money. There are people who don't struggle to have cars. It's, it's something that God has bestowed upon their lives. Some of us, you need to fast. <laughs> And, you know, and seek the face of God. I don't know why uh, God chooses that. You know, Amen. It is God himself. But there is this one special gift that God has given to each and every one of us. And it is the gift of life. It is the gift of life. Job chapter 33 and verse number 4 says, The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. 
So this life that we have and this life that we are living today is not from ourselves, but it is a gift from God. Are we together, Barcelona? And God is the only giver of life. He is the only one who is the source of life and only he can take life away from us. That's why when you kill somebody, it is called murder. It is not just an offense to our legal system, but it is an offense to God himself. That's why he says murderers will not see the kingdom of heaven. Are we together? And God, even as he has given us this life, he is expecting us to honor it because it is a precious gift that he has given unto us. In the, in the book of Genesis, the Bible tells us how he created us from the ground or the dust. And then he, the Bible says he breathed the breath of life and we became living souls. Are we here, Bazalan? And, 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 and God is expecting us to treasure this gift called life. Like I said, no one uh, is allowed to take, in, uh, to take, uh, to take it away. You, you are not even allowed, allowed to take your own life for that matter. Because as a matter of fact, it is not your own. Because you are not the source of that life. Amen. Now God as he's expecting us to honor this gift of life, he, he is expecting us to live it in a particular way. And in this life, you can choose to live your life foolishly or you can live your life wisely. You can live your life wisely. But God's recommendation or commandment as we have read in the Bible, is that we must live our lives wisely. And to live here does not just refer to breathing, Bazalwan. It does not just refer to existing, merely to exist. But it means to direct and to regulate your life. Mm. To direct and to regulate your life. And he says we need to do so wisely as you are making decisions each and every day concerning your life yes it looks like it is your life it looks like it is my life but it is actually something it is a gift that is from God and God is expecting us to live it in a particular way so that we can show that we cherish it so living our lives means, or it is referring to even our conduct and our behavior. How we carry ourselves as we go about our daily business. In verse number 15 of the very same scripture that we have read, Ephesians 5, in the New Living Translation, it says, So be careful how you live. Be careful how you live. Don't just live your life. It says, be careful how, how you live. Don't live like fools, it says. But live like those who are wise. You know, it sounds so painful. It sounds so harsh. But it is so true. Because there, are, there will always be consequences of living your life foolishly. Or maybe, to put it safe, let's rather say, to live your life in an unwise manner. But the Bible calls it foolishness. And sometimes maybe 
we need to confront ourselves with that offensive word, seemingly offensive word that God is using. You and I are serving the only wise God. That is how the Bible describes God. According to Jude chapter number 1 verse 25, it refers to him as the only wise God. In other words, there is no human being, there is no God, there is no power, no force that can claim to be wiser than God. And that's the God that you and I serve. We therefore must display his wisdom in the way that we live our lives, especially because God will always give his wisdom to those who ask. So in other words, in as far as God is concerned, there is no need to be a fool. Somebody might have an excuse and say, I am not that intelligent. Because yes, some of us are not intelligent. We have to accept I always say to people, I'm not the smartest people around. I'm not intelligent. The only difference is that I work harder. To know. But I'm not, in, I mean, I've, I, I went to school with people who would go into an exam room without studying and pass more than me who studied the whole night. I don't know how it works. Like I always tell you about a friend of mine, a Nae, a Pretoria Technicon, Dibiri, Abueng Mahabi. I will never forget that guy, Abueng Mahabi. We, we, we called him Dibiri because he was always drinking a beer every day at, at campus, every day. In his school bag, when he's walking, was also he will be so drunk Tomorrow morning you will walk into the exam room and just pass. I'll be like, yo, I know. But wisdom, the Bible says, if anyone lacks wisdom in the book of James, chapter 3, let him ask. No, it's chapter 1, I think. It says, let him ask. So in other words, wisdom is just simply a request away. If you petition God and ask for wisdom, God is going to freely give you wisdom, free, for free. In other words, he's simply saying to us, I've given you a choice in this life. You can either live your life in a wise manner or in the foolish manner. But if you choose to live it in a foolish manner, it is not because you cannot have wisdom. It is simply because you choose not to ask for wisdom. Because if you ask, if you ask, then God is freely going to give you that wisdom as you ask. So therefore our lives, because of this wisdom that is from God that we have access to, our lives are supposed to be different from the lives of unbelievers. Because of the wisdom of God that we have. Listen to what Colossians chapter number 4 verse 5 says in the New Living Translation. It says, live wisely among those who are not believers. And make the most of every opportunity. Especially, in other words, this scripture says, But amongst unbelievers. 
Let it be seen that you have the wisdom of God. In other words, when you are working amongst unbelievers, you are surrounded by, and you are the only one who is a Christian. God is expecting you to display his wisdom, not intellect. When God says be wise, it does not say be fluent in English because many people mistaken language for wisdom. Simply because you can be fluent in English. Simply because you have the twang. I've, I've, I've seen people with twangs who are foolish. The decisions that they are making. I mean, if you can visit jails today, you will find people who are eloquent, smart. There are, there's a guy uh, I met a, a number of years ago, a KZN, Bramtamis. Uh, he was from jail. Yes, like it. I've never seen somebody who, who, I mean, he speaks English like, yay. He, he, would, he would see, oh, oh, uh, he said, oh, oh, brother Jacob, uh, your, your, your absence was so conspicuous at church on Sunday. I'm like, wow. It's like, ah, ish. Uh, and I thought you were just maybe frolicking by the sea sand. I'm like, oh, wow, Abraham Tamis. I mean, he will, he will throw bombs, but he's from jail. Intelligence gave him English, but foolishness sent him to jail. Because you can be intelligent and unwise at the same time. So never think because you are excelling in your books, excelling in your work, and think that you are wise. I said wisdom has got to do with how you direct and regulate your life. Life decisions. Wisdom teaches you how to live life. So the Bible encourages us that when we are amongst unbelievers, we need to be wise. Because sometimes it even looks like the world is wiser than us as believers. Because we don't engage the wisdom of God. Because we choose not to engage the wisdom of God. We choose not to ask for the wisdom of God. And when God gives it to us, we choose not to engage the wisdom of God. So the wisdom of God must always set us apart in this world. Because we have a different source. It must separate us. It must be seen that when you are making decisions, you are going to stand out because of the kind of decisions you choose to make. But in most cases, that we think and, and you, you know, I, I love the corporate space because that is where your true Christian faith is going to be tested. Where they make it look like you are the fool. Because you choose not to do things that they are doing. I used to work with a lady called Bronwyn. Colored young lady. Who got a shock of her life that I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't have a girlfriend. She was like, she was highly disturbed. 
she called everybody. She called her brother. She called her mom. I was like, hey, brah. Oh, I'm working with this guy here. This guy, he pulls a knee. As if now, and she made it sound like I'm the fool. She, she, made, she made it look like I'm the one who has something that is not right. I mean, she, she just couldn't, in her own little world, which is, it was not normal to see a young guy like me at, you know, at my age, I'm single, I'm not married, but, but, I'll pussy. I'll, I'll pay me. Like, uh, like, how? But that, that made me to stand out. And I will show you in just a moment because these are the kind of things that when God begins to work in you, they will produce certain kinds of results in your life that will make you to stand out. But if you want to look like the rest of the people, choose foolishness over wisdom. Then you'll be like the rest of the, I mean, the rest of everybody. I mean, sometimes when you drive around, you look at people, you feel like you, you, you are always filled with that compassion because you feel for them because as far as they are concerned, by Pentecost, as far as they are concerned, I was sitting across the bank, like I always tell you, everywhere I go, I mean, I, I'm very observant. I look around, I learn, I note. I, I'm always like that, everywhere. So yesterday I was sitting at the bank, there's a guy there. <laughs> hey, I'm one of us, I look by his nine. So he's there to fix something in his account. He's a bit rowdy, he's a bit tipsy, right? So he's a bit rowdy, he's talking to everybody in the bank, he's screaming at the top of his voice talking to this one, this lady walks in and says, oh, it's cold in here. This guy says, oh, I have a jersey in my, in my backpack. I can give it to you. You know, he's just like that. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm observing this guy. I'm like, oh, shame. You know, he's a bit tips and he's, he's talking. Ah, yeah, so please, can you change my account? There? Increase my limit. I need to pay my suppliers. Increase my limit to 10 million. I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, dude, we, we know 10 million we know 10, 10 million when we can see it. <laughs> the bank can, can be able to set your account to 10 million in terms of the limits. But to have one in the account, they can set that limit even if you don't have the, the, the even if you don't have a thousand rands. You, you can ask and say, please put my limit. I'm looking at him, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> number one, I can tell that you walked here. That's number one. I can tell that you walked here. But foolishness makes him arrogant to think that he can just fool us all. I'm thinking, and he, you know, he's, he's looking at this lady, ah, I was looking at your fingers, you know. I realized that they are like mine. They are, they are plain. I'm like, oh, that's the lamest line ever. He was just irritating the hell out of me. I'm like, that's lame. Can't you try something? I, I mean, I mean, what is, that's the lamest pickup line ever. I'm thinking, how oh, can't you come up with something else? Nah, I, I looked at your fingers. I realized they're like mine. So I'm also singing. I'm like, wow. So we need to always choose wisdom over foolishness. Choose to be wise. Show the world, show your friends, show your unsaved friends and unsaved believers. Show them that you are not just praying or speaking in tongues, but you are very wise. 
Ungawezi abantu abangakholwa bakhlawukele look at you and be like oh waze waba waze look bazalwane you in the beginning it might look like because the bible says the wisdom of god is like foolishness to people so in the beginning it will look like you are you are the fool in the room it will look like who is nigh but let me tell you over time because in the beginning everything that they do and they say you're just like wow have you ever seen that uncle that all the time they are talking too much they are the ones who are making decisions they are the only one who I mean advice for almost everybody in the room and everybody will be like tiptoeing around them but 10 years down the line they are like oh my goodness maluma sona I mean, you're like, oh, wow. Malome was, was the, was the, I mean, because sometimes, you know, there are people who are so convincing with their eloquence and with their, with their, with their English and everything that, like they're so convincing, Bazalan. Like in another place where I said I was attending this seminar when I was a young man, after, you know, getting saved and pursuing my calling, I'm sitting in this seminar, this man of God, and I'm saying this respectfully, Bazalan, he comes and he presents their family, he's speaking big things. I mean, he's saying how he has made met kings and he has prayed for CEOs and directors and managers and how he has bought shares in different places and how I mean he's he's met all the who's who's and whatever they can, and I was blown away I was so inspired and I couldn't wait to see what he drives after the service I couldn't wait not in, not in a bad way like I was inspired truly inspired by this guy to say I want to be like this this is a man of God who is so smart. I was convinced he's wise. But I was convinced by his intelligence. And he was speaking all of these great big things. And after the seminar was finished and when he walked outside, I followed him wanting to even have a word with him. Before I knew it, he walked out of the yard. There he was with his suitcase going to wait for a taxi. And it was unbelievable to me because I was saying, my goodness, this guy after having lied to us because clearly he was telling lies. You cannot be talking about all of those things and have nothing in your life. I was like, no ways. I said, God, please protect me to such, from such foolishness. And I'm saying this respectfully, Bazalan, because the best thing that you can ever do for yourself, be sincere. Wisdom teaches you that be sincere. Be content with what. Don't try to be something that you are not. Don't try to be something that you are not. And I've seen them, Bazalwan. I've seen them. Hey, Bazalwan, I've, I've been around the church. I've been around the church. My wife can tell you. I've seen how, you know, a man of God can stand behind this pulpit and, and try to convince us all how great he is. And they'll be lying about what they have achieved. And, and we'll be sitting down saying, but I know this man of God. I know his life. I know where he lives. I know I've, I've preached in, in his church. The, everything that he is saying. Because when you are a fool, you think everybody in the room is one. Foolishness in most cases is quiet. Sometimes people are too cocky, full of themselves. Let us be wise. Let us be wise. Let me close. Let me close. But I want you, when you walk out of this, may your colleagues at work, may your friends at school recognize that there's something different about you. It might not look like that in the beginning, 
But let me tell you, over time, after a year, after two, after five, after ten, the wisdom of God is going to begin to yield the desired results in your life. So the first thing that Ephesians 5 teaches us as it gives us the counsel of living our lives wisely, it says walk circumspectly. Walk circumspectly. That's Ephesians 5 verse 15. It says, it says see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise. That word circumspectly means in a careful and a prudent way. Don't just live your life. Don't just regulate your life. Don't just direct your life. Do so in a careful manner and in a prudent way. Be a good steward of the decisions that you are making. A good steward of your life. A good steward of your family. A good steward of your business. A good steward of your calling. And make your decisions from that perspective. As believers, all of us, Barcelona, we should know our God-given or God-set boundaries and not go beyond them. We can do all things, but we cannot do everything. I'm going to say it one more time. We can do all things. What are those all things? These are the things that God has called you for. And there are boundaries there. Don't as a Christian get to a point where you think the freedom that Christ has given to you it is so that you can do anything and everything that you feel like doing. We need to walk circumspectly. Walking in the Bible speaks about conduct. So in other words, our conduct must not go beyond the boundaries of the scriptures set by the word of God. 1 Peter 2 verse 15 in the Good News Translation, it says, For God wants you to silence the ignorant talk of foolish people by the good things you do. How do you silence the foolish people around you? By the good things that you do. And then it says, live as free people, but do not, however, use your freedom to cover up any evil, but live as God's slaves. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 8 says, whoever breaks through a wall, in other words, when you go beyond boundaries, it says, you'll be beaten by a serpent. Know your boundaries. Be wise enough to say, Christ has set me free, but I'm still his prisoner. Amen. That's why Paul was bold to say, all things, he says, are permissible but not all things are beneficial that's why I say sometimes when you decide not to do some of the things for religious reason, reasons you are on a wrong path you need to understand why God says you must not do this you must not do that it must not just be out of a religion uh, why 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 Listen, then you, you, you don't understand the purpose. No, I don't commit fornication. Why? You don't understand why did God say do not fornicate. It's the wisdom of God. So walking wisely, Baselwane, 
is behaving wisely. Carrying yourself in a manner that will produce the following results. Here are the benefits of behaving wisely. I'm going to go through them quickly. Then we're going to have Holy Communion together. The Bible tells us how David behaved wisely in the book of 1 Samuel chapter number 5. The Bible repeats it over and over again that he behaved wisely. And here are the results that he produced. Number one, divine appointment. When you behave wisely, you will be given positions that you don't deserve. Sometimes we can think there are certain things that qualify us for certain positions. But in most cases, it is wisdom. You can be the most educated or qualifying person in the room. And sometimes people will choose other people over you because of foolishness. 1 Samuel 18 verse 5 says, So David went out wherever Saul sent him and behaved wisely. Listen, and Saul set him over the men of war. Why did Saul set him over the men of war? Because he behaved wisely before him. Amen. He went everywhere Saul was sending him. Number two, divine presence. First Samuel chapter number 18 verse 14. And David behaved wisely in all his ways. And the Bible says, and the Lord was with him. So in other words, when you behave wisely, you are attracting the presence of God in a unique way. In a manner that will work for you and benefit you. That's why David was saying, Oh God, if, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. The Bible says about Jesus in Acts chapter number 10 verse 38, how God anointed Jesus and he went about doing good and healing the sick and those who are oppressed by the devil because the Lord was with him. So when the Lord is with you, there are things that you are going to be able to accomplish in your life. But here's the key, behave wisely. Amen. Number three, divine success and prosperity. Because 1 Samuel 18 verse 5 and verse 14 in the Amplified Version says, it says, And David went out wherever Saul sent him, and he prospered and behaved wisely. Behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and it was satisfactory both to the people and to Saul's servant. And verse 14 says, David acted wisely in all his ways and succeeded. You can never behave wisely wisely in your life and not prosper Amen. and not succeed. Amen. This is the way you can guarantee your success and prosperity by just choosing to behave wisely. Just be smart in the way that you operate. Know, know the things to say yes to, know the things to say no to. Number four, divine fear or honor. Verse number 15. It says, Therefore, when Saul saw that he behaved very wisely, he was afraid of him. He starts by giving him a position because of how wise he was. But at some point, he realizes this wisdom, this guy, I can never be able to Outsmart him. I can never be able to betray him. 
I must be very careful. The Bible says he started to be afraid of him. So do you want honor, M7Zin? So that people can look at you and be afraid of you. Be wise in the manner that you... Don't allow emotions to carry you and, and you are fighting with people and whatever. Sometimes just observe, keep quiet, observe and make your moves slowly and quietly. Slowly and quietly, make your moves and, and so that you are unpredictable. It's like, it's like a, you know, they are looking at you, they're like, but he's not saying anything. You are unpredictable and you are walking out smiling and you are saying, bye-bye, you are, you are beginning. That's why then tomorrow they will think twice because they don't know what, what are you thinking. Be wise. Be wise. Be wise. Sometimes we're confused about to do the opposite. When they are expecting you, you right. Who's They're on their guard. They're like, yeah, and just just live your life. Behave wisely. Let me tell you, they are going to begin to look at you differently. Lastly, divine favor. First Samuel 18 and verse 30. Then the princes of the Philistines went out to war. And so it was whenever they went out that David behaved more wisely than all the servants of Saul. Listen. Listen. Don't be influenced by your colleagues. Observe their foolishness and behave more wisely than all of them. I remember one day I said to them, stay away from it. As we speak, don't allow the foolishness of your friends of your colleagues to influence you. Because sometimes some of us, our foolishness is hot-spotted. It's not our foolishness. And you were hot-spotted. Bluetooth. You found yourself making decisions high because you wanted to, because you allowed your friends to hotspot you. Do you know what your hotspot is? So many of us are networking. It had nothing to do with you. When the consequences come, you find yourself suffering. But listen to this, and then it says, because of his wise conduct, it says, his name became highly esteemed. That's favor. Yes. You, you, you don't get esteemed betraying people, trying to be, you know, 
Just behave wisely. Just behave wisely. When they are expecting arrogance, give them humility. When they are expecting anger, give them love. Confuse them. Behave wisely. Let's stand on our feet, please. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.